This week on The Reverse Stick, mental health, pro league, families, Olympics and much, much more. Plus, Matt gets given a whack. Greetings and welcome once again to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. My name is John Lee. My co-host is the Whacker himself, Mr. Matt Hallen. How are you? I already couldn't give a whack, John. <laughs> no. I certainly received one. You did. More to, more to come on that. How's your hockey week, my friend? Didn't exist. No? I didn't play any hockey. Oh. So you, you, uh, you're catching up on some coaching videos, no doubt. Oh, yeah, lots of them. Yeah. Uh, bit of, bit of ho- hockey at home, something in yeah. the in the backyard. Yeah, some umpiring. And some solo umps. <laughs> what, you were umpiring the chickens in the backyard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a big match the other day between um, uh, a kestrel and a dove. Uh-huh. Who yeah. won? Uh, the kestrel won. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yes. Did it need to go to video referral? Um, I wish we had video of it because it was pretty spectacular. So no no Hawkeye involved? Uh, no, kestrel. Oh, uh, well, welcome, folks, to episode 181 of the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again. It's great to have you here. It is. It is. What about you, apart from getting smacked in the head? Uh, I told you, mate, that is no way to try and trap a ball. Did, wa- did walking, ho- walking hockey on Monday. Then I had a bit of a strange hockey-filled day on Tuesday with administration things that weren't really my areas uh, to be concerned about. But... You know, some people hold a grudge a very long time. I mean, you suggested I should get a T-shirt made saying... I am no longer on the committee. Yeah, um, so I might just get one of those uh, done. Maybe we can do that on Merch Tea, a bit like the Give It A yeah. Whack T-shirts. Uh, oh, thanks to young Lukey. He bought bought a uh, Give It A Whack T-shirt. Lukey Huggett, player at our, oh, at okay. our club. That was nice. Been um, sent out and about in it, has he? Uh, no, no. No, it's one for the bedroom, apparently. Oh, okay. <laughs> Apt. Um, then played on Tuesday night. Uh, so, yeah, had a, had a bit of a strange hockey day. Went, went out and played the hockey fives on Tuesday night. Around 17 minutes into the first half, I get a whack on the knee. Um, okay, that's fine. You know, just get on with it. Shrug it off. Don't need to moan too much about it. Three minutes later, I win a ball. You know, you know you play against some of these players who think it's okay to flip the stick up and over your head to get onto the other side rather than actually moving their body. Um, they've decided to do that. Uh, and I was, how long's the hockey stick? I was about 38 inches away from the bloke at the time and cracked straight into the cheekbone. Blood everywhere. I had the hissy fit of the century. Mate, three minutes ago, you whacked me on the knee, and now, what's, what the F is your stick doing up there? Now you've smashed me in the bloody head. I threw my stick on the ground, had the, my, my eye covered, there's blood peeing out everywhere. Off I went. Do you want a pint, Matt? Yeah, get me a pint. Um, thanks to Brucey, yeah. he said, oh, well, this is my, my former career as a paramedic. This is where I come in. Come on, you know, I'm running in and getting some ice out of the machine and being all grumpy. And uh, he gave his loving touch, put a couple of Steri strips on there and a bit of gauze, and uh, I went and enjoyed my pint. Um, went home, redressed it all, uh, and then got engaged. Oh, actually, before that, um, there was obviously there, there was other games to there was other games to follow after the game that I didn't oh. complete. Every and I mean every single player that entered that stadium through the gate, and I was standing close to the gate. Yeah, because he wanted everybody to see. Yeah. yeah. 
burst out in laughter. I could not believe it. There wasn't a bit of sympathy. And you'd expect some empathy from some of the buggers, because I've whacked a few of them over the years. No, no nothing. Nothing. Big smile. Anyway, we go, go home, clean it up, and we get engaged on a, on a WhatsApp conversation with some hockey friends of ours, don't we? Yes. Any sympathy there? Nah. Nah, not nah. a bit. Well, I think, you know, Jade was right. What are you, what's your head doing down there anyway? Oh, good, mate. Seriously. Sticks! Sticks! Come on, Umpy! Somebody blow bloody sticks! Doesn't exist anymore, does it? When was the last time you saw someone get blown for sticks? Oh, no, no, it, no, 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 it doesn't, but it should do. I don't know, but I think it's still, it's, I'm sure it's still a cardable offence to bring your stick up in that dangerous manner, particularly if you whack someone with it. Oh, now you want him carded. Huh? I don't know, what, I don't know, what I really wanted was him to buy me a beer after the game and the, didn't get a and beer he did, no, didn't even get a beer out of him. News. Well, we're not really sure what's happening in the news, are we, Matt? Because we we can't get news. Oh, no. <laughs> well, we certainly can't get any news from Facebook, Facebook. Um, here at the moment. We've got this uh, strange stoush between the Australian government and Facebook about paying for, for news content. So Facebook have gone, yeah, if it's news content, you can't get it. Um, now, that extends to newspapers, um, ex- extend, extends to emergency services pages, and it extends to our hockey club as well. Yeah, Fremantle Hockey Club has had all its posts <laughs> taken down by Facebook, um, which is extraordinary when you consider Hockey Australia's Facebook pages up. The local West Coast Eagles Football Club Facebook page is up, but poor old Fremantle Hockey Club is, is deemed unworthy. Some strange old algorithms um, at work there. But there is news elsewhere. We can find it elsewhere. It and this is where the importance of... Uh, of Websites having good up-to-date websites. I'm looking at you and laughing. Um, it, 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 it's growing, and it, you know, it, and it used to be, oh well, you've got to have a website, but you've got to get out onto the social media platforms, and and uh, that's where you you sell your wares as as such and communicate with people. But if you want that trusty, up-to-date, current, I don't know, I'm looking at you yeah. saying it again, um, news source, go direct to the websites. That's what I've done with some of our news this week, anyway, John. I haven't looked on Facebook at all. Oh, for I, I must admit, I'm. I'm quite liking the fact that I can open up my Facebook page and not see stuff that I don't want to see on there. Right, okay. Well, you you like it. Good tick for you. Uh, Results in Spain. Competitions have continued there in the outdoor... There is a bit of hockey going on. Competition. Club de Campo in the women's competition had a 3-0 win over Athletic Terrassa. That puts them six points clear at the top of the table over Junior FC in second, who've got a game in hand. And the men's comp club, De Campo, also are top of the Waza there. 2-0 win over Complutens leaves them three points clear of Club Agara, who lost out 2-1 to lowly Jolisata. Uh, an announcement from African Cup. John, the Junior African Cup is... Uh, um, is is is, po- is postponed, postponed until yeah. August 2021. Now that's the second change of of date there. Yep. Uh, whilst the Central uh, Central South Africa Regional Qualifier for the ACN, um, the announcement has been given there. Given recent escalating costs of COVID-19 requirements for the host and participating teams, this tournament is cancelled. Zimbabwe in the men and Namibia in the women now qualify for the ACN. 2022, which will be held in Accra in Ghana, um, January 2022. And uh, Holland? Uh, Dutch well, there's games. The hoof class games are set to set to re- return again this 
weekend, uh, this Sunday. A couple of games, a few games were played last weekend, but uh, who knows? I don't know what the, the snow's doing doing over there at the moment, so we may may see some action. I have enjoyed some of the snow hockey that's been doing the rounds on some social yes. medias as well. <laughs> uh, I think Germany might be returning to indoor pretty soon as yeah. well, um, and of course, are starting to well, sort of. Yeah, but also things are getting shut down as well. And a lot of the regional leagues in England, the announcement been made in the past couple of weeks that there'll be no further competition this season. So commiserations to yep. just get getting started, then getting locked down, and then the hope of returning. And now that's it. You're you're done for the season. So looking forward to for summer competitions. Well, or? there's nothing being played at the moment. There's still decisions to be made. I think a, a lot of people are, are waiting for England hockey. In the, in the case in, in England in point, they're waiting for them to make a decision. Yeah. Just go, let's just shut it all down. Haven't heard anything from the um, Hawley story either. No, nothing, nothing, nothing further on that. No, so no, get on, get, get yeah, and get on and, and uh, sign the change.org. You signed it? Yeah, I have. Okay. Change.org, um, what they call petition, which you'll find the links yeah. online for that. How much, uh, just, this is just something that's coming to my head right at this moment. How much, uh, is that right that you should sign? Hey? Is it right that you should sign it? Supporting. I'm not saying, yeah. it, no, 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 but, no. And, and further to that, um, if you're the person that this petition's being presented to, what do you say about names and stuff that are Actually, have nothing to do with it. Like there's, there's no. Uh, well, mate, no, but no, it's all about the volume of numbers on those things. And nobody's ever drilling down to go. Oh, I noticed that somebody's uh, signed this from South Africa. What the hell has it got to do with that? No, I'm just wondering. I've got. I, don't worry. I've got plenty of UK addresses I can use anyway if I'm ever challenged. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, don't worry. I've got addresses all over the place, mate. You do. Uh, what else? News-wise, oh, the announcement from Raul Aaron that he's stepping down after oh, 12 years or so as head coach of Den Bosch uh, Women, concentrating on his new head coach role for the the Belgian women, was doing the assistant job for them alongside uh, Niels Thiessen and Niels Thiessen, I think it was, wasn't it. Um, and the club job as well, but the club job goes from here on in. Uh, and also, John, not so much news, more speculation. I understand the FIH are deep in conversations at the moment to decide what the minimum amount of games are that need to be played for the Pro League to be able to make a decision on the percentage basis on who are the winners and who are the losers of is Pro that, League 2. Is that uh, a percentage of overall games or a percentage of games that teams have to have pl- had played? Well, this is it. No, they're deciding on the number of games that have had to in have total. been in total that have had to have so, been played to qualify for the to, for it to have been a season. Okay. Now, now it could be Germ- Germ- Germany might get to six games, but Belgium in, in the men's comp, but Belgium in the in the men's comp might get to fifteen games. Yeah. Um, I mean, you'd be pretty gutted if if you were Germany. You didn't have the opportunity to at least get a reasonable level of games in. Um, you know, you might have just been trying out different players at the very start of the competition. I know they don't take it very seriously in Germany anyway, do they? Well, does anybody care? I mean, obviously the players and coach, I'm, that's great. I'm glad they're, they're able to play hockey. No, I don't, I, don't, just, I don't even know, you know if the players and, the, and, and, the co- and the coaches care that much. It, it's it's good. It's good. Com- a good level of competition to get them right for the next big thing, whether it be the Olympics or the uh, uh, the World Cup or Commonwealth Games or whatever your, your national. In the general hockey community, I sense absolutely no enthusiasm for it at all. No, but we spoke before, mate. We've, we've got a month between yeah. games. 
from the, you know the, from two months ago and the, and you know for a three three month period, two games a month, and then we're into this flurry of games. Just think if if the pro league had been set up like your average general everyday league, and and there were games every weekend, or and teams were all playing every weekend or every second weekend, and the fixtures were all done like a nice neat package that they should be, then this whole idea of percentages and blah, 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 and all the arguments would go out the window because everybody would have played the same amount of games. Yeah, look, I, I, think, I think it's a hollow victory if, <laughs> you know, if, if you do take out the title and you, you haven't played I against mean, the best. Be, if, if it was you and I and our team, we're playing for Australia, say, and blah, blah, and we, we get the trophy, then it would be, oh, yeah, that's good, but it wouldn't be an, it wouldn't be in a career achievement, would it? You wouldn't think. I don't know. It's... I'm not playing. So. Uh, it's something for the CV, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, it looks good. Uh, I wonder what the trophy's like this year. Just well, wondering. The individual trophies are, <laughs> are a bit better. Um, if you do want to get your eyes on some hockey, there there are some re-live games coming on EuroHockeyTV.org. This weekend, we've got Euro Hockey Indoor Club Championships from Dundee in Scotland in 2018. Um, so the semi-finals and the final there. Uh, the 2019 Hamburg uh, women's finals there, or men's finals there, uh, and also the 2020 Euro Hockey Indoor Championship. So you can get your hockey final. fix. It's so, there to get. So there is some out there, which is great to see. Absolutely. Any more news? No, that's it. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Let's see, we've got a list. Um, should we start at mental health? Why not, John? Okay. Uh, because the FIH has um, put up a story on their website in the news section, and it's called Mental Health in Hockey Players. And uh, while athletes are less likely to be impacted physically by the COVID-19 virus, most young fit athletes will shrug off the symptoms. If indeed they even realise they've contracted the virus, the mental impact can be far greater. And it's talking about global lockdowns and social distancing. And I know you had a read of this too as well, didn't you? <laughs> yes, I did. It's, uh, look, we I must know, admit, we... a lot of it I'd read before because it's a lot of it's tweets. <laughs> We're pretty desperate for content at the moment. And uh, some of the things that are being pieced together are, well, interesting. You know, great to have, great to have a junior in the and office. Look, there's no doubt that mental, for everybody, and I think that's a message that, all athletes should take in at this time is everybody's feeling like that. Yes. Right? You are not alone. No. We are all suffering under the same stuff, um, be you an international sports star or a lowly pleb like myself. It, it, the impacts are the same. Yeah, but it's, it, this is kind of based around... Everybody's a, mental health. Based around a, a, a no-shit Sherlock report from <laughs> some, some, somewhere called Sports Injury Bulletin. Um, talking about anxiety and depression, and uh, what was the the quote that you pulled out uh, of the there? The quote here is um, uh, due to socialise. Yeah, that. yeah. Uh, due to socialise. Look, this is a quote from the Sports Injury Bulletin, uh, which identifies the following feelings that athletes are likely to experience at this time. Quote: Due to social isolation, athletes may feel Colin less prepared as a result of Co- the Colin who? <laughs> Another Colin. At a two, compe- two Collins. Two Collins. At a competitive disadvantage. That's been an Irish team. Three right. Collins. Worried and likely to catastrophize their thoughts. For example, what if I catch COVID? <gasps> or what if I lose my funding? 
Well, there's a couple of interesting things I thought that, well, what if I lose my funding would be on every athlete's mind at yeah, all, all times. times. <laughs> Not just because of COVID. Uh, that, that hangs over, especially hockey players' heads, all the time. Uh, many of them. Um, catastrophize their thoughts. We do that anyway. I mean... Um, what, you and me? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but um, all of these things um, exist for all of us. Okay. Yeah, what, what if I lose my funding say, is, is that what if I, what if I lose my job? job. But, but look, you know, uh, prime example, both of us of, of, of recent times with a reduction of the need for what we do. That's, yeah, um, but that's, oh, it's hard to talk about this and um, try and be serious and funny or take the minute right. at the same but, all right, time. Be, be, but, all right, you, you finish off and be serious. You want me to be serious? Mm-hmm. We're all in it together, folks. We support the athletes and the athletes support us and we'll all get through it and it'll all be and look after your mental health whether you're a top class athlete or not and you know share your burden yeah, that's something serious isn't it you're, you're starting to well up a little bit hey you're to, <laughs> that little tear yeah a little oh, tiny oh, tear oh bless as opposed to that great big tear that you got dripping down <laughs> the side of your face honestly I'm going to have an absolute beauty of a shiner it's going to take a few days for it to come out it's, yeah. what's nice though is the is the scar that's going to be there has got a little hockey edge. It's there's a straight bit and then a bit round the corner oh, at the bottom. So yeah, yeah. So I, I, oh, you're not going to have to. You're not going to have to go and get that face tattoo after all. No, of the hockey stick. No, face, no. Or no. well, the teardrop. One or the other. Oh, I was yeah. going to do, do do one or the other. Um, See so you doing that seriously? Getting a little hockey stick tattooed on your head. I was thinking of one actually, but not on the head. Oh, okay. For members only on on my bum. Um, what's that? Is that a new Patreon alert announcement, John? Oh, I think really? it is. Welcome to the Reverse Stick Patreon family, Hockey World News. Oh, Great. Amazing, what? amazing that you were moaning about, Jay, just, <laughs> just last week and lack of recognition. And I reckon within oh, about... Oh, we're recognising him now. Within about three hours of listening to the podcast, bang, he was on there supporting our Patreon endeavours. You can do that at home, folks. Go to patreon.com forward slash the Reverse Stick Come and help us out with, uh, yeah, bringing this show and other things to you every week. Uh, and we, I, I did get a private message from the Talking Chinos too. He thanked us for mentioning the last uh, week. Yeah, talking, and yeah, okay. <laughs> good, good, good. But yeah, thank you, Jade. Thanks so much for coming on board with Hockey World News. You know you can also become a subscriber on Patreon to Hockey World News as well. Even though you can go and get the latest article for free on Patreon.com, the... Uh, Jade would very much like your support to carry on Absolutely. with his incredible magazine endeavours. Fabulous publication. A publication, yes. And all the social medias as well. Because um, we're, not, we're not classified as a, as a news service, Matt, so we're still on Facebook. Well, I've just got something more serious to bring, John. I think you should probably press the button. We're going to alter the mood. This is the reverse stick. The Global Hockey Podcast, now to our correspondent. And John, I've, uh, I like engaging on social media with our listeners. It's great. Really appreciate Tansy, um, getting the link between the 80s TV classic Bullseye and our show 180 last week. Fantastic. Great. Love it. Keep it up, Tansy. Love your work. It can't be said for all listeners that, <laughs> I, that, that I feel that way. 
Now, there is a certain listener. <laughs> You're a meanie. There is a certain listener who I think has been banned twice. Certainly been banned once and threatened to ban no, a I second only, time. No, banned once, I think. Okay, well, that's lucky. Because um, three bans, and it would have been a life ban. Okay? So are, we, just... are we in a position to start banning listeners? Yes, of course we are. <laughs> now, Paul, I know you're listening. I know you're listening. And I don't know if you think you're being funny. Um, put in at the post about buying the domain for giveitawhack.com and .org and, and .net. Um, whether you want to go and squat on that site, knowing full well that we've got it trademarked. Give it a lot. I'm wearing a bloody T-shirt with it on at the moment, John. So just calm it down, please, champ. You know, he, All spon- right. he sponsored that scar, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Keep your bright ideas to yourself. I don't appreciate them. John may do more so, but I, I certainly don't. Any more behaviour... Keep it coming, Paul. Any, Keep it coming. Any more behaviour like that, Paul, and it'll be another ban. All right? I'll say, no, I'll say no more on the subject, John. DM me, Paul, and I'll, uh, I'll slip you a contraband copy. now what else is going on john um i was contacted in the week by rupert from hockey21.com you can go to hockey21.com the website to find out about this um but in particular on the site there he's got some articles and some results and some stick and kit reviews i'm not sure i could read the about actually and tell you about the whole team but whether let's uh Hockey 21, no, it doesn't really tell us, tell us a great deal. Um, but the interesting thing is they're looking at making hockey computer games, John, a recent conversation that we've had. Like uh, FIFA. Yeah, well, like, not, not starting out at that FIFA level uh, initially. Um, and it, there's a really interesting number in here that's quoted as well, John. Coming soon, we are now developing our first free-to-play game for the 380 million field hockey fans around the world. The mobile penalty corner game will be exciting, interactive and entertaining, involving drag flicks into all corners of the goal as well as deflections and variations. Try to score in a rich variety of ways against ever-improving goalkeepers and more aggressive runners. There will be plenty of additional challenges and rewards to collect on the way. Finally, a highly playable and entertaining field hockey game is on its way, giving hockey players and fans what they've deserved for a long time. Please click the button to visit our crowdfunding page to help us reach our goal and produce this and many more field hockey games for mobile, PC and console. I know what the number you're interested in is. 380 million. <laughs> yes. Well, certainly it's, it's, it's paired way back from 2 billion, isn't it? I wonder where so, they got the figure from. So maybe that's the accurate stat that's out there. Well, it's probably the more accurate stat. I'd say. Um, so they're looking to raise £14,000, 31 days left, 15 supporters so far. It's on crowdfunder.co.uk forward slash free hyphen two hyphen play hyphen penalty hyphen corner hyphen game. But you can get the link from hockey21.com. Seems like a great thing to get behind. Hockey game? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going mad for stick cricket. Uh, Premier League at the moment on on the iPhone. I don't know. It's it's crap, a load of crap, but it's quite engaging. Uh, I, I miss very simple, very game. very simple. Yeah, I went outside as a kid. So, but it does say the final element of what we are aiming to produce is an ongoing series of FIFA style games for hockey. Yeah. There's also a way you can get That's in. Good. There's also a way you can get we involved with your um with your clubs as well, so you can get your team your your club side on there. Um, this was something that 
came up before when the uh, field hockey game or yeah, whatever yeah. The, a couple of years ago that um there was opportunities for clubs to to be involved with that as well so yeah i think that's a really interesting one and it's certainly something you know if you can do it it's worth supporting this to get the name of your club out there into the world yeah oh definitely i would have thought that in the the pipe dream of it all you'd like fifa you'd be able to play a if you were sitting in Uzbekistan, you'd be able to play with the club teams in Perth in their, co- in their yes. competition yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, clubs and can be involved in back, these games and be part of this. There's a lot of, of backdoor, back-end stuff going on there as far as keeping those sorts of things going, but good luck to them. I hope they succeed. Yep, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, if you can support that, please do. Uh, another quick thing, John. Um, Clubhouse, uh, we've had the field hockey, global field hockey catch-up news chat with myself and Keely from FH Umpires hosting for the past three weeks. That's on again this week. Change of name. Uh, so oh. keep an eye out for uh, the little globe emoji, field hockey, hockey stick emoji, the conversation. The conversation. The conversation. So, How long did you think about that for? Uh, not very long. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, that's good. It's right. um, yeah, so... Uh, There'll be some interesting topics this week. So we we go for about an hour and a half. It's 9.30 local time in the evening on Saturday here in Perth. So around, I think it's one thirty in the UK and Europe. I'm not sure whether we are on the clock at the moment. about five in? No, that's 9.30 at night for us here in Perth. About five in. (laughs) Yes. Um, Some great chat on there last week. A lot of passion from hockey lovers. Uh, but we're, we're going to try and be a bit more topic-specific, so we may well talk about some of the big news things from, from this week. We've still got to decide the two topics, but we'll, we'll talk two topics for about an hour and a half. Um, we don't actually want to say anything at all. We just want to guide, we want to guide the conversation. Well, no, I'm not saying what's actually happened. I'm saying what the aim is. Okay. What the aim is, uh, yeah, to try and keep it on track with those subjects. Because, honestly, you get people who love hockey down the line together and you shoot off in all sorts of different directions because you just want to go to be bleh. down the line with anybody to do that no precisely but i'm not alone though and that's no. the thing and that's what you get so and uh as i've mentioned last week i've still got three or four clubhouse invites so flick me an email to matt at the reverse stick.net if you, if you, you? You, at the moment you do but apparently about four weeks away from going on to android okay and then, Does that mean then, I'm going to download something else? Then look out, look out, folks. Why? Have you being on there? I'm, what makes you think I'll get past the technicalities required no, what, to be on there? What we will do within the next couple of weeks, we'll run it through the roadcaster. We'll go through my account through the roadcaster. We'll sit in the studio as the you know the one oh, voice okay. on there, and then we can just have a um, an open podcast phone in uh, for for anyone that's on there. What okay. we'll put, and what we could also do is, as long as we write record in the name of the room, then we can repurpose that and not have to do any work on a podcast. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Let's uh, do that. Just an week. idea. It's, uh, yeah, I think there's some, there's some good future in this new, in that new social well, media that, app. That, that model's been, you know, stable of television for a long time, getting other people to provide yes, content for you. That's right. But you can follow me at Matt. Alan, M-A-T-T-A-L-L-A-N, and Keely at Keely Dunn, K-E-E-L-Y-D-U-N-N. Come and join the conversation. We're also on all the other socials, John, Instagram, yeah. Twitter, and Facebook, 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 
all at the reverse stick, please do come and give us a like. Uh, and if you like the, the podcast, jump onto Apple iTunes. Give us a five-star well, review. A good time to talk about family. Tell your mates. You're talking about that. Tell your family and tell your family and friends. Let's talk about let's, family. Let's move into it. Uh, because an interesting tweet uh, turned up the other day from Bernardo at Self Pass. Well, I'm assuming it was Bernardo. Self Pass is the well. Bernardo's account. Bernardo's our main conversation starter at the moment for the he show. Is, he's doing very well, and it's a very simple post. We are a family sport. Drop the family, and I know that. Almost instantly, you you replied uh, with "Nah, drop the family." Then the sport will follow. Within seconds, you posted yeah, that, yeah. but um, it did, did provide an interesting starting point for a conversation. And there's quite a few comments on there, um, particularly between Bernardo and Ernst from Studio Hockey. Well, we've talked about this idea that every sport calls itself a family sport. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not a unique thing. Hockey is not unique in that sense. Uh, is it how, more how, or less of a family sport than any other sport? Well, I don't think so. But, but the perception is certainly biased from us, isn't it, or, uh, about hockey? But people within larger and smaller sports will feel exactly the yeah. same. Lacrosse, how did you get into it? Oh, because my uncle played and yeah. my, you know, my dad played and his dad played. And, and I think it's, um, we call it, we say we're a family sport because our perception is most of our players come within from families. It's uh, it's not often you find people that have come in to play the game out of the blue as kids. There's, some, there's, there's always there's, something. There's been something sparked it there yeah, in, in, yeah. in the first place. A however, lot of time, a however lot of time. those people instantly become part of our family. They do. They do. But it, it goes on to talk about um, another one of Bernardo's tweets uh, is uh, to build multi-million dollar facilities in premium locations and pay several thousands for players, coaches, for a considered minor family amateur sport cannot be replicated anywhere. It's not just a matter of will, but also of socio-economic context. And that's in response to, well, look, this is how it's working in Holland and Belgium and things like that. And that, that, that's a good point. Um, but the, once, degree, once, once again, the, but the term there, minor sport, well... We, we can choose the, those terms to suit the argument, can't we? You, we could say we're a tier two sport, or does minor mean you're a tier five sport and you're down there with lawn bowls? There's probably more bloody lawn bowls players in the world than there are hockey players. Now, one of Self Pass's tweets, uh, besides not being a mainstream sport, hockey is way more pro and better paid than we might think at first. Do how? How professional would you, oh, I think there's a, a vast amount of professionalism in the sport. No, there are, there are, and there are professional players. But remember, when you talk about sport being professional, it it's a professional sport because the players get paid. Because the players are yes, yeah, 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 yeah. No, not anybody not, else, no, not, not administrators, not, that's right. not coaches or anybody. Officials. Like that. It's players. Yeah. And I think we're in, in lots of areas of sport we exhibit professionalism beyond uh, where our sport would rank, but we're not professional. Look, this this is something, a concept you've brought up before, worded slightly differently, but I was having a conversation with the doctor as he was looking at the, the, the terrible gash on my <laughs> on my face. Um, he squeezed that pimple couple, a bit too hard. <laughs> a couple of days ago. And he just turned around and he said, well, yeah, yeah, he played hockey when he was 12 or 13, okay. at, locally here in YM. He remembers Terry Lee scoring a goal where he threw the overhead, 
chased after it and then put it from one end of the field, chased wow. after it, got hold of it, and scored at, scored at the other end of the field. Oh, wow. Um, so, he, but he, you know, knows a bit about the game. He's, and, and I was talking about the frustrations about getting eyes on the game. He said, well, yeah, but, you know, it's a player's game. And I went, ding, that's right. It's a bloody player's game. Yeah. Um, oh, and, well, you know, it's, you've always said it's, it's for the players. The sport is, is for the players. But I, I just think that gets it beautifully for me. It's a player's game. It's about participation. And it goes back to a, a rant I probably have most weeks is if we were to lose the FIH and the whole funding structure crumbles and we're left to go back to a truly amateur status within our organizations, and that's right down to local state associations here, we would still survive. People would still go and play hockey. Yeah. Um, we just have to do it a bit differently. Um, so we talk about the hockey revolution. We do. Well, you made the comment to me in a private message this week. Get out of the Olympics. Yeah. Just walk away from the Olympics. Now, when we first started this podcast, I would have been of the opinion that the Olympic Games is the peak tournament for hockey and there's a sanctity about it. Mm-hmm. I'm no longer of that opinion. I think the, dropping the Olympics would not necessarily be a bad thing. The closer we get to LA, and you know, the, from the time we may not be recorded by the time we get there, the more you have to think they're just going to keep going with this hockey fives. They're carrying on they're with just, it. It's just full steam ahead. And to me, we should do, be doing more about making um, the World Cup the premier event. Yep. for hockey, because it's our tournament. Don't forget, the Olympics is not a hockey tournament. Um, it's it's not. The Olympics is not. It's a multi-sport event that it's owned by the Olympics, blah, 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 blah. The World Cup is our event for our sport. Yeah. And I think, well, we said this before when India was announced and uh, the way they were going to host it, and that if we, if we spread the world, instead of it being a two-week event, make it a four-week event, if you've got four pools, have the pools in four cities. Yeah. Spread the game around. Well, did you see the beautiful new stadium that's going in in rural Keller? Um, yeah, for, well, the, for the second. Only seven hotels apparently in the place at the moment, so they, they well, better get the accommodation sorted we did out. that story 18 months ago or something about um, the hockey stadiums in India. Remember, we read them out. There yes, was a photo. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're all lovely Beautiful. Stadiums. Haven't seen an international game for five years, ten no. years. Yep, yeah, exactly. Uh, last used for Hockey India League. Yep. Yeah. Um, which, which, strangely, yeah. on a lot of the socials for Hockey India, they still have the their own crescent and the, the Hockey, Hockey India, India League, League crescent on yeah, there. Still going. Yeah, maybe they know something. The dream we don't. is alive, mate. Yeah, but that's still. Good. Yeah. But you know, so yeah, it's going to be a great stadium, whatever. And you know, the legacy. We've already started hearing about legacy from the Olympic oh. Games, and the Olympic Games haven't even finished yet, and they're talking about the legacy turf. Of what was the name they called it? Environmentally. Um, oh. Remember. It wasn't sustainable. It was like, oh, I can't remember. It was just such a silly thing to call an artificial turf. Well, I heard, anyway. I, I heard this week, Olympics, it is going ahead. Yep. That full steam ahead on, on planning from the IOC and from the FIH. Of course, the, the playbook has been discussed. Uh, there was confirmation that, that, um, your, your journey starts 14 days before you leave. Yep. I was confirmed that, like we spoke about, yeah, that's about keeping a diary. You got, um, if the COVID jab is available, you've got to have, have yeah. that. Um, keeping a diary of everywhere you've been. So it's all 
traceable and you you can provide that evidence in your booklet when you arrive there in Japan. Um, there will be no junkets. There's no opportunities um, to go and socialise. It will be hotel to stadium yep. to hotel to stadium. There's no movement uh, in between at all. So you look at how how many how many less um, uh, officials in, in inverted commas not not tech officials and umpires, but how many less um, FIH officials and other uh, international federations yeah. will be there because it will be so stringent. But it's going ahead. But what they haven't worked out yet is what happens if one team drops out a week before because of COVID consideration. There's different COVID rules for different sports um, and nations and, and, you know, who knows what. I mean, look here, we don't even know if Australia and New Zealand will be allowed by their governments to go and travel to finish the, the Pro League games um, later in the year and go to Europe. Yeah. Um, and, well, the other side is that, as we've had a city in Melbourne, go into lockdown because of COVID instantaneously and the Australian Open still went ahead. Essential workers. The tennis players are essential workers. They they weren't essential workers. They were classified as, um, it's not essential. They're, you know, like they're certified or something. Certified workers. Selfish. I'm sorry. (laughs) So, look, I'm sure that um, the Olympic movement looks on at something like the Australian Open and and goes, well, we're just going to plough ahead. Yeah. Regardless of, of what it, you know, they made people get up out of their seats halfway through a tennis match, walk the players off the court, right, you're all out, it's <laughs> lockdown time, nick off. Like the old six o'clock swell. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, just, just one more bit of tennis please. Yeah, so I, I believe that they'll just plough ahead regardless and, you know, it might come down into the, to the week before where it suddenly all falls apart. It, they might pull it off. They might have, they, I'm really hope they can pull it off, and there'll be a lot of sports that probably aren't represented because they, there's going to be a whole lot of dramas for sports that haven't done their qualifyings. Yet, yes, who yeah, yeah, yeah. Hockey's lucky. We know who's going. It was all sorted out way beforehand, but there's there's room for all sorts of litigation type stuff to potentially happen. They could be having a busy time in Lausanne. Yeah, and but there's 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 a lot of considerations as well for for players and particularly tech officials and the like, who they need some guarantees on what happens if. And what happens if I get home and I have to do a, a two-week quarantine? Who's who's going to pay my wages? What if I get bumped from a flight because of a certain situation or a certain, you know, a certain um, game I was involved in that somebody's piped up with COVID? Do I have to go into lockdown in, in Tokyo? Who pays for that extra flight that I then have to get? You know, there's a, there's a lot of concerns and a lot of work to be done outside of just the the playbook that's been written. I've also heard another rumor about the we're full of rumors. Oh, we've got, we got them all. But this one, I think's around the money. But and it's, it's about money. There's a lot of sports have had a lovely little handout from the Olympic movement because of the cancellation last year and they're struggling. And hockey's one of them. We've yeah. taken a big check. Yeah. Now, uh, I'm hearing that that's all. And in some cases, they're going to ask for it back. Um, now, whether that's hockey or not, I don't know. Um, but a lot of these sports are going to get post-Olympic and they're not going to have any money because they're not going to be getting any money. <laughs> the well, like we said before, the, bi- the big issue is going to be completing those TV deals for yeah. the Olympics. If they don't get those TV deals through, 
they ain't got any money. Well, they've already given a lot of sports the money they would have given them anyway. Oh, I'm not, and not well, yeah, maybe, maybe. They're not going yeah. to be giving them extra. So that's, that wasn't, oh, here's a pot of money for getting through COVID and when the Olympics are done, come back and get your, your amount. No, 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 you've been given your money. So it, it, that. How long I mean, does the, uh, furlough last for in Switzerland? They got long left on that? Oh, well, I'm hearing there's hardly anybody in there working one day a week. That's that's the rumour. I'd like to know if that's true or not. I mean, that seems well. From what I was made aware of, I don't know if it's fact or not. But I I thought that about sixty percent of the salaries at the FIH are getting paid for out of the Swiss government system there at the moment. Oh, like a job keeper thing. Yeah, like yeah, we've got here or furlough in the in the UK. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No UK. But uh, it'll be it'll be interesting times ahead, not just for hockey, but other sports as well. And I would have thought that <laughs> all of the money that they did get is probably all gone by now, unfortunately. Mm. Um, just to qu- quickly back on the the family sport thing, yeah. um, I think Bernardo and Ernst might be joining us on that club clubhouse chat on on Saturday night. So if you've got a viewpoint in particular of that, jump on. Oh, it's an interesting chat they were having there. Both both sides, I don't, you know, it's um, the way we view our sport. And well, this 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 is the thing, though. It's we keep trying to find these catch-all solutions for a game that, although the game itself is the same around the world, the goings-on around clubs and administration setups and and the way the game is played is so different. And we hear, you know, we in particular out of the UK, we hear a, uh, a lot of talk of white privilege and um, uh, what they need to do to make it a more fair and equitable game there. But you don't have white privilege in India or Pakistan. They've got different sets of problems. So the white privilege thing is an English sport thing or a cultural thing there. It doesn't matter whether it's hockey or not. There are obviously issues in that country. So it's different in all parts. And so we can't have this catch-all solution for everything. No. Be good if we could, though. Well, yeah. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Peace in North Korea. What else have you got? Um, did hear a little rumour. Another oh, one. Quite concerning, yeah. Um, apparently, a journalist had tried to get in touch with a, a hockey organisation. Now, actually, let's start with um, the Rick Charlesworth Classic is back. The, the newly formed uh, competition that was played at the end of last season here in Western Australia. Four totally made-up teams thrown together with some top-class coaches um, from throughout the state of, of Western Australia. Teams picked at random. Well, there's a draft kind of selection process. Um, that's back as a pre-season competition starting, oh, I think, about the 8th of March. Maybe it's a bit earlier than that. Uh, here in WA. You probably won't be able to get your eyes on it but because it will be hidden behind a paywall on the West TV, I imagine. Um, I've, you know, I've got a few issues with the, the competition, John. Namely, the one that I've, I've said before is, why the hell wouldn't you align these teams with geographical areas and sort of clump clubs together so you could actually get behind a team as a fan, even though you might be supporting players from your closest neighbours or rivals, you, you, you've you actually got 
something to get behind as your club rather than having three or four players playing for different sides. Why be interested in it? Um, and the names are shit. Did you mention any club letting their players go? Like, why Why would you let oh, your look, players oh, go and play in that club? Look, actually, it's probably not a bad idea in some respects. It's to be good class of hockey for yeah, good to, yeah, to, to get involved in but I, yeah, my pers- build per- up as yeah, part of your pre-season that's right but personally I look at it and go why would you want to risk one of your players a couple of weeks before the, the opening round of the season going and getting nobbled in, in one of these games for essentially a tournament that isn't worth anything to any of the players is it any better or worse than being nobbled in, an, in your own intra-club game well, <laughs> yeah thanks <Was> that <laughs> no, nod to me then, yeah. no, well nod to a few things going on there, yeah. there in the last couple of weeks but it doesn't matter either way. I mean, I don't like the. I'm, I think it's a made-up joke, but that's not doesn't mean that letting those players play in it isn't a good idea. Mm. Uh, I mean, who, who, what are the teams again? Southern Highlanders. Uh, Where is I it? Can, I, you know, I'm so excited it's about it, bad. John. That, uh, yeah, click on that. That link that, there, that just line? above. That. Yeah, click on that okay. and that, that'll tell you. Oh, this is what the technology does. That's pretty interesting. <laughs> oh, wow, look at this. Uh, no fixtures there. Where uh, are the fixtures? The fixtures are oh. out. No, I don't. Oh, hey, there you go. Oh, there's there a tab. You can go to the fixtures. Wow. Oh, look. Fun Classic fixtures. There's another link. You've got to click on another link to get the fixtures <laughs> link to the fixtures. And, um, and the fixtures, they on there? No, they are. Oh, they're no, they're no, at the bottom there. Yeah, okay. But we've got the suns, reflective of the... Red of the sun-scorched earth across the state. Uh-huh. We've got the breakers, reflective of the surf, beach and coastline across the state. Very reflective, isn't it? The outbacks, which are reflective of the regional areas, rich blue horizons, Pindan soil and white night sky. And what do the, uh, what's the, la- the last team? What are the, what they're are the, reflective uh-huh. of the southwest region's lush green rolling pastures. Nice. So you'd expect, so the Highlanders would, would, uh, feature all of the players from the southwest and the, the southern areas. How many for The Breakers, they, they, they'd feature the, the coastal teams. The Outbacks, well, you know, that speaks for itself. And the Suns, just everybody else. Um, they're, uh, yeah, anyway. And they're, look, my, my, my big issue with that though, John, what about the Daughters? Oh, the Suns? Yeah. Oh, it's, no, no, Sons and daughters. Sons and Daughters. <laughs> tears, <laughs> and, tears and sadness. Could be. Um, laughter and happiness. Oh, uh, yeah. It, people, maybe it'll work. Maybe in 15 years' time, kiddies will have grown up with the breakers and the suns and the highlanders and they'll mean something to people. But, um, I mean, who won last year? I, I don't know, John. Okay. So, let's pretend it was the suns. Yeah. Well, where does the trophy go? I do know the answer to that, John. You do? <laughs> yes. Because the Suns, where, where's, where does it go? Or does it just sit in the Hockey WA cabinet? Um, no, it doesn't sit in the Hockey WA cabinet. It no. Well, a, there's a bit of a mystery around it, I, I think, John. But I'll tell you where it doesn't go. It doesn't go into the club room or the trophy cabinet at Suns Hockey Club. No, it doesn't. No, because oh, there is no so such which, thing. Who gets ownership of it then? Wow. Have you seen it? Maybe more. I mean, what's it look like? I haven't even seen the trophy. Is it any good? It's gold. It's gold. It's gold, yeah. Gold coloured. I've only seen the men's trophy, I have to say. Oh, okay. Um, but it has the year on, so I don't know if it's a perpetual trophy. Do they bring, take it back and sort of change, change it to 21 from, from 20? I don't know. I don't know anything about it. How come you've seen it? 
connections. Hey, connections. where is it? It's, it's in a club. It's in a clubhouse. It's in a clubhouse, yeah. is it? Yeah. Ah. And if you want to see it, send me a message, and I can just let you know that it's safe. Oh, really? So maybe, we could maybe put a ransom on it. Does anybody know where it is? Does anybody at Hockey WA know where it is? Unlikely. Does anybody at the team that won know where it is? Unlikely. You know where it is? I know where it is. Oh, really? Oh, this is getting interesting. Maybe it's one for another time, John. Don't press me anymore on it, because otherwise I could be compromising my uh, my sources. Oh, really? Yeah. Your sources? Uh Uh-huh. you got your fingers in pies everywhere. Well, you need sauce with pie, don't you? You do. Hello, I'm Nick Irvin, and you're listening to The Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. Uh, thank you, Nick. What do you reckon Nick doesn't mind? A big pork pie. <laughs> what are you saying? I feel, I'm just reckon he'd be the sort of bloke that would tuck right into a big pork yeah, pie. Yeah, I reckon he'd put a bit of pickle on the side as well. Yeah? Yeah, I think he'd like a bit of Branston on there, or something yeah. locally made in the... Uh, Coventry in North Warwickshire area. Okay. I don't know if he still lives in that area. That's who he used to play for, wasn't it, I think? Is that where they make goalkeeper, pork pies? Goalkeeper for Coven, North Warwick's. Uh, no, that's Leicestershire. Mountain Mowbray oh, okay. is, your, is your place for your pork pies, I think. Any other uh, regional food? Worcester sauce. Well, oh. that's, that's from Worcester. Worcester, yeah. yeah. You, know, yeah. What, Chesh- you know what I really Cheddar like. cheese. Yep, yeah, you guessed yeah. it. Yeah. Wookie old. What's that batter stuff? Uh-huh. Yorkshire pudding. Yeah. Oh, I love Yorkshire pudding. That's so good. Yeah. How simple and yet how perfect. Well, I saw uh, Jamie Oliver make a toad in the hole, emitting uh, the, the sausages and putting mushrooms in there the other day. That doesn't a- sound abs- like fun. Absolute madness. <laughs> mushrooms. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else have we got? I've got. Yeah, I've got nothing. Drop, uh, we've done. Drop the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, families. That's it. Olymp- that's so, we, so we've dropped the Olympics, uh, and that's it. Thanks for joining us, and folks. The Pro so. League. And we've World Cup's yeah, now going to go over a month. Yep. And we're going to build real excitement in it. Other than, apart, because this is the other thing about why you spread the World Cup out. At the moment, the World Cup happens like the day after they've just played. There's no real build up or anything. I reckon a few days beforehand, we should know who's going to play in the World Cup final to allow the sport to build it up and get some excitement going and do interviews and have parades and. Stuff like that. Yeah, don't you de- decorate your shop windows. Yeah, all yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. But at the moment, it's like, oh, oh, that's a great semi-final. Oh, bang, you're straight into the grand final. It's not enough time. A month. We'd have a brilliant World Cup. Yeah, 32 teams. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. No, no, not 32. Maybe. 64. Oh, no? there you go. 136. No, what's double 64? 128 teams. <laughs> 132. That's what you need, isn't it? That's it. That's the hockey world taken care of. Apart from the minnows. Who? Hey, I don't know why we bother supporting them. I have no comment. That, that does not reflect what we think here at the reverse. The, the global hockey podcast. We love minnows. Keep them coming. Just, uh, if you want to hear whinging, go to the Australian, uh, downhill sports, uh, pages. Oh my God. What? I mean, they, they call themselves a family. It's just disgusting the way they carry on. Who? Hey. The, the downhill skier. The, the sport, the, the Australian. Yeah. And the, that lacrosse bunch. What a bunch of arseholes. They call themselves the lacrosse family. Don't they realise that's our term? We're the family. We're the, the only family in sport. The Manson family. <laughs> <laughs> that's been the Kool Aid. I know that.
Sly and the Family Stone. Can we be the Family Stone? The Sly and the Family. You've been stoned enough plenty of times in your life. <laughs> See you next week, folks. Hey, uh, this cup thing, man. Yeah. This cup thing. Seriously. It's real. Look, I'll show you the photo on my phone. Look, I don't know who that is holding it, but the reflection in it looks very much like oh. Clint Flicker. Oh, really? Like, or somebody. I don't know. He's got a mask on. Um. But anyway, you, no, you, I, don't, I don't think they know whether... Are you, are I don't, you telling <laughs> me... That you know where the Rick Charlesworth Cup is, and most of the rest of anybody that has anything to do with it don't? I, I think there's a high possibility. What I was thinking is maybe we could, um, do, you remember Pickle? Ransom it. Well, well okay, well, we could do that, yeah, we could. Yeah, ransom it. Um, we want the bully, Back two 35-minute halves, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and all, all of your team's games for next season at 2, 2 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon. My turn? Yeah. no. 3.30. Oh, you want the 3.30. So you want a men's ones game on at 2, 2 p.m. No, beforehand in the no, same no, venue? 7, 5.30. Okay, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll go for that. And then we can play our game, get a couple of drinks, sit ourselves down and watch. Okay. So I was thinking more of like the pickles and, and finding the, the World Cup uh, scenario in, in soccer and Maggie the podcast dog could miraculously discover it in the bushes somewhere one day. Uh, get the local paper down. You wouldn't be able to see it on Facebook, would you? Do you, do you remember when um, Fester lost the phone tin? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he spent weeks fretting and fretting and fretting. And that, because he hadn't lost it, he left it behind. But we took it and um, we set up that, that fake door prize at a quiz night. That's right. And, and stuck a fake <laughs> a fake ticket under his seat and pulled the ticket out and reached under your seat. And if you got the ticket and Fester got it. And he had the ticket. Yeah, yeah, and the prize yeah. was. We gave him the, the, mo- the, the money that he'd lost. <laughs> yeah.